0: Imagine, if you will, taking a journey to the furthest boundaries of thought, where walls stand to contain what you think of as known reality. Imagine now, discovering that these walls are nothing but thoughts, made up to limit your experience as conscious being. These walls, when seen, crumble into the sea of nothing from whence they came, revealing what we refer to here as the Miracle Soup. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Miracle Soup with your host Christoph Heinen. Today's guest is a pretty cool guy uh, who I am very excited to share with the world. Um, I think that his message and his energy is—it's—it's um, it's really worth sharing out there. It, he, George is sort of like an oasis uh, in the internet community. Um, I don't know if you guys get this on your feeds, but I sure get a hell of a lot of these, like, really high-energy, like, bodacious claims of, like, making tons of money and having all this, like, wealth and Lamborghinis and, like sales, 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 and how I can fly around in my Gulfstream air jet with chicks and bikinis because, like, I'm an internet marketer now, and this is how you can do it. It's so easy. Uh, I just buy my course and sign up for my thing and pay all this money, like my $6,000 course or whatever, and it's going to change your life, and you'll be flying around in a Gulfstream in no time with me uh, and these chicks in the bikinis, and it's going to be great. And your life can be great and so happy because, uh, you know, whatever. It's, like, annoying. It's really been a turnoff to me, like, all this hype that's on the internet. And, like, uh, sort of just the irresponsibility of it all. You know, just, just, just putting so much of a focus on money um, and, like, material wealth when what Uh, George is is offering more it's like not so much about that as it is about your contribution your genuine authentic contribution to the world by sharing your message by sharing your story Um, so George yeah he's like this sort of oasis in in the sea of internet gurus Um, he's like a humble dude he's got a, a relatively like a like we talk about this in the interview but he has a relatively small audience compared to you know a lot of the big names out there but um it's just like his energy is just soft and um I hope that after you hear this interview many of you will just like like his Facebook page or subscribe to his Instagram feed or his uh YouTube channel because even just seeing the things that he posts like flash in front of my mind and my consciousness on a daily basis is just, like, such a helpful reminder of what's important and what's real. Um, and uh, it's such a reminder to come back to authentic- authenticity. Like, what am I actually sharing here? What is the purpose of my, of my business, of my offering? Like, is it really just to, like, impress people and make all this money? Or, like, what am I really on the planet for? And what am I really here to share? Get that reminder again and again from somebody I find to be really, really helpful. Um, Also, I've enrolled in George's courses, and George's courses are like very affordable. They're great, and they come out regularly, and they're entertaining, and they're fun to take, and they're kind of like you can kind of geek out. George is like this master organizer scheduler, so um, you can kind of geek out in that way that's your thing but uh, they're all like affordable it's not like you have to go and max out your credit card and like do that whole thing where you burn all your boats behind you or whatever burn your bridges so that you can go forward and like put all your money on this course that's gonna like promise you babies and bikinis and a mclaren uh and like Gulf stream in your in your mansion it's like no dude like 50 bucks or something or like 75 bucks. I think it was the most I ever paid for one of his courses. But yeah, just, you know, here, here, make an offering. And then here's all this material. And this is how you can, you know, grow your life and learn these skills and think in a different way. That's more uh, in alignment with, with who you are and, um, more in alignment with your dreams and goals, your authentic ones. So, Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you George
1: Cow. Yeah.
0: Okay, recording, George, Kyle, thank you so much for joining me on Miracle Soup today. I really
1: appreciate it. I love being here. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, I've been a fan of yours for years. A friend of mine, uh, Keith Logan, introduced me to your work. And um, I just, George, it's just like, you're kind of like this, like, breath of fresh air on the internet and, and the online community. And uh, with all of the hype and all the salesy pushiness and all of this, like, just really, like, distasteful kind of marketing, you, you're always sort of stood out as this like like just a fresh spring of, of truth and sort of reminding myself and others like it's okay you can do this internet thing you can do marketing and you don't have to sell your soul to the devil you know in exchange <laughs> yeah. and so I guess yeah. I wanted to start with like how did that happen how, how did you did you have some sort of like an awakening or an epiphany at some mm-hmm. point in your life where you just yeah. sort of woke up and did it a different way or, or what?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I started my business in two thousand nine, so uh, over ten years now. And the first couple years, I was I was kind of doing it the way that you're you're talking about that that I mean the way that most internet marketers do it. You know, and we've all experienced that uh, feeling of God. You know, I I don't know if I can totally trust these people because yeah, they might have cool products and you know digital things to for us to buy, and it sounds good, but I don't know. I just can't really fully trust them because the way that they, they just seem to be just out for the money and to be honest most of them are you know, just more or less out for the money and in the early days i didn't know any better so i was learning from them uh and even though it didn't quite sit right with my heart i thought well i guess this is how people do it and there's also this um lie i think that's like okay once i make enough money then i'll be more authentic then all i can do things my way. And um, it's, you know, so many people are operating under, well, I mean, gosh, even people, you know, working in jobs, like, hey, I don't like this job. But, you know, once I make enough money to retire, then I can live a life that I want to live, right? Mm-hmm. So it's that same feeling here in this, in how we do business, how we do marketing. So uh, basically, I, I burned out in that kind of marketing. And it, it, it partly burning out because the kind of marketing that that was being taught to me and that i was doing was you know these internet marketing launches product launch formula that kind of stuff where it was very high high stress uh high reward but also very high risk so it was sometimes it was you know failure big fail you know it's like big successes but also big failures and that kind of rhythm is very easy to burn out mm-hmm. and and also it just the whole time it wasn't totally sitting right with my conscience and finally my conscience said that's enough." You know. So I, I, I um, and it was at the same time where I was I was encountering some 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 spiritual literature that um, really uh, made me, you know, like go much deeper into into living a more uh, authentically spiritual life. And I said, you know, the, this question kept coming to me like, hey, what if I had six months left to live? And I don't know where that question came from, but what if I had six months left to live? Now, it's not like I was dealing with any any illness that would have suggested that, but the truth is none of us know. Mm. So I said, if I had six months left, I wouldn't be doing business the kind of way that I'm doing it now, for sure. Absolutely not. I would start over. I would, I would want to be among the people to be more... <laughs> To be more humble, because I mean, the way that internet marketing is usually taught is you have to be this authority figure, you have to be this guru, like nobody can touch you. And uh, and you know, I was like, I want to be among the people, I want to really learn from them, I want to really serve them, I really want to just be a, a good human being to other people and provide as much value out of my heart and, and experience as I can. So long story short, I, uh, I kind of just started over, really, I started my business over like five years ago. And with a much more like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to prioritize my values and my heart, my conscience the most. Mm. And then let's see what happens after that. And so I've, I've really been exploring, experimenting the last couple of years on how do we do that? And yet, uh, and, and, and have it be financially, you know, sustainable and successful. So that's been the, that's been an ongoing inquiry. And, um, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, and I mean, and it sounds like it has been financially sustainable for you. It, yes, absolutely.
1: You know? Yes. I, I have found a way, um, the last couple of years has been really great and, um, much less stress, yeah. much, it's like much less stress, much better feelings, much more, much more of a, a real connection with the audience yeah. and, and, you know, and being myself, like I couldn't do that before, but now I can. <laughs> it's such a difference and it's so good. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and I noticed that on your, um, your YouTube videos and, and, and things like that, you know, you don't have like the hugest following. You're not getting like the tens of thousands of viewers and that kind of thing. But, no, but do you no. find that just like having like a smaller sort of tribe is, 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 is like enough and you're still, you're still benefiting like a small yeah. group of people who are actually like yeah. available to, to learn what, what you have. to share. Yeah.
1: Well, so I have to, I have to say that most of my audience is on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So my Facebook page is, is kind of the, the headquarters of my online presence besides my website. And then YouTube is sort of like uh, YouTube has always been uh, uh oh well, if I'm going to make videos, I might as well put it there, no. <laughs> you know, and so if you look at my YouTube, it's like, oh, 50, 50 views a video. That's, you know, to most marketers, that's like a joke. Mm-hmm. But if you, look at, if you look at the engagement on my videos, even though it's 50 views to, you know, sometimes 30 to 100 views, it's, it's getting a lot more likes per, per, uh, per 100 views, let's say, than most other you know, people are getting. Mm-hmm. And so I know that I have an engaged uh, audience. And uh, But again, if you look at my Facebook, it's definitely um, – more true to 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 do a size of an audience that allows a uh you know full-time income etc and and with speaking about youtube I, I am uh be working on my youtube channel starting next year i'm kind of starting to take it a little bit more seriously now mm-hmm. whereas up to now i've really just been taking the facebook thing more seriously i've done facebook ads and all that stuff so
0: Yeah, it's amazing to me, following your work and taking some of your courses and stuff and reading your books, just how how organized you are and how you structure your day it almost like so meticulously. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I'm, I really admire that. And then, yeah. and I've read the book and I've taken a couple courses of yours. And then what it all always seems to boil down to is this discipline key. It's oh, like, man, yeah, yeah, you can know all this stuff and you can have the intention to get up and to have this schedule. But can you talk a little bit about like what do you do when, when you just don't want to do something or it's on yeah. your schedule and you just want to throw yeah. up or, or whatever
1: it is? Totally, so. totally. Wow. Um, you know, I, I really believe that every person has a like is the genius. Huh. You know, every person has so much to give yeah. and, and to really, really help the world. And what's stopping almost all of us is discipline, lack of yeah. discipline. Because if we were, if we were to treat, you know, our our business like a business, you know, if we were to treat our our life like a business, um, and whereas the return on investment is not necessarily profit, but contribution mm. and 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 you know and growth right? Like if we were to to really, you know, like, like corporations do, we're like, okay, stake you know, shareholder profit. Like we would do that except the ROI is contribution and growth. My God, we would be like, all of us would be soaring, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I have struggled. I mean, I've struggled all my life with discipline. Mm-hmm. I hated school. I was always last minute. Everything was like writing papers was like, Oh God, I got everything was done like all nighters. It was always like that. So I, I always disliked regiment and, you know, but, and when I started my business, I thought, yeah, now I get to do whatever I want. Right. Yeah. But, and then to realize, Oh God, if I were just to go with my own appetites, I would be, you know, sitting on the couch, watching Netflix all day, um, you know, eating potato chips. Yeah. You know that that would be my that would be my natural way of being. You know, and plus maybe play video games, right? Like, yeah. like I, I would do that all day. Um, so, but of course, doing that makes us eventually spiral into, you know, anxiety, depression. Because yeah. why? Because we're not really growing and we're not really contributing. And so, over the past ten years, I have, you know, the, the God if if you were. You look at me now, and I'm a totally different person than 10 years ago. Hmm. I'm, I mean, and of course, my life is completely different, too, because, like you said, I have become, I have made peace, and not just, I've become friends with discipline, and it is now, it is really astonishing. Sometimes I have to, I have to keep on you know, being in people's shoes, because it's almost like I, I can do anything I want to do now like it, like nothing it's it's not nothing is hard everything everything is challenging but i i feel like i can face any challenge that i want in a very systematic way and and just you know make it happen whereas that would never that was not the case before so long story short i feel like i feel like baby steps is the way there mm. um but i i mean one thing i'd say is i think number 1 i think it is possible to live a very regimented life. I mean, my life is totally scheduled, but it's, it's not the kind of schedule where it's like hustle. And I mean, look at my day, it's like I, I work no more than two hours at any chunk of time. It's usually an hour and a half, two hours. Even during those two hours, an hour and a half, I'm like up for a break every half hour. Yeah. But after an hour and a half or two hours, I do a long one to two hour break. And that could be like you know eating and taking a nap. It could be going for a dog walk. It could be. It's usually either eating, eating, napping, or dog walk. I mean, it's it's really it's really one of those. And then, of course, you know, I end my day like this is the last thing that we're, we're doing. I'm doing today with you, and and then you know, I get to I go you know play the play the play my keyboard or you know go and relax or whatever it is like at night. And and uh, so uh, so my my life is very you know I, I feel like I feel like you know when we become honest with what kind of contribution we want and what kind of growth we want, we come to the conclusion that we have to schedule our life in some way. Now, I'm not saying everyone has to schedule to the extent that I do, but, you know, some kind of schedule, you know, some kind of rhythm that you can predict because otherwise, how can you, how can you actually, you know, create projects in a a reasonable time? Mm -hmm. Right. So, so that's, uh, that's my opinion and and so whenever i have a line that i like to use i'm sure you probably recognize this strict about showing up yeah. but lenient about the results and then gentle about refocusing so so what i mean is i have a schedule what i have in the schedule is all the things that allow me to contribute at at the at the best that i can um along with all the large breaks in between you know every couple hours and then i show up you know if there's if, if something on my schedule says, all right, uh, go ahead and, you know, do work on some marketing optimization projects or whatever it might be. I, I might not feel like doing it, but, but I show up anyway. And I, I basically, I, I'm strict about showing up now within a few minutes. You know, it's not like, you know, I have to be on, on the dot, except for appointments. I'm on the dot, but it's like for myself, okay. If a few minutes a buffer, I show up and then I go, all right, whatever happens in this next half hour to an hour, I'm going to work on marketing optimization and it's okay, whatever the results are. I don't have, to, I'm not going to pressure myself. that like, I have to must. but I'm going to show up with as much, um, you know, uh, consciousness as I can, knowing that my God, every single moment of work is not actually about the work. It's about the growth.
0: Huh?
1: It's about how am I showing up with diligence? How am I showing up with patience? How am I showing up with joy? Because everything I'm doing, whether it's bookkeeping or whether it's marketing or whether it's, you know, being with you, whether it's writing, it can be done with joy. Whether it's the most boring administrative work, it can be brought like spirit can come in more into the picture. Right. And I feel like that's really why we're here. It's like every second, how can we bring more of spirit?
0: Yeah, exactly. So, so let me interject. them so, what would you say to someone? Because a big part of your work is helping people find their highest calling and finding jobs that let them on it, and kind of kind of. Yes. And there's so many people who are just so dissatisfied and so depressed with the work. Oh my gosh. So how do you say that to somebody who is just in a in a dead end job that they hate, and you're like, just bring joy and presence? But they're sitting there doing some drudgy work that they just they can't find the joy in it. Like, oh man, say to them.
1: Totally. Yeah. Oh, well, first of all, I I think our economy is 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 broken because it's it's built by broken humans. You know, it's people who are, are just trying to survive. Um, and, or, or, you know, if they've, they're, they're already surviving, they just want to compete to make even more money so that they hire employees to they look at employees. Well, why do we call them human resources? Yeah. Which is a terrible, like, like we look at employees as you're just, you're, you're like a, you're a flesh and blood robot. it's horrible. Doing, doing, doing my, doing my bidding so that I can make more money, you know, so that the shareholders can make more money. And so it's a broken, unspiritual System of treating humans like trash. Okay, so it's not surprising that you're doing. You know, anyone is doing drudgery work because, you know, it's very, very few, very, very few bosses actually care. You know, about 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 us as spirits and how can we make it more enjoyable for the for the employee and and help with their growth. I mean, yes, there are some good people out there, but even the good people are constrained. Right, by the corporate financial priority, right? Yeah. So it's the this whole system's broken. Now, having said that, you can still do two things. One is while you are there in the job, you still have a calling. And the calling always for each of us is to bring as much spirit into your day as possible that while you're there, I mean, it's not like you're going to quit tomorrow. Well, maybe you, some people might after hearing this, but, but, but while you're there, while you have to be there to support your family, your calling is to be there with as much spirit as you can, you know, and you're there to practice patience. You're there to practice forgiveness of your, your jerk boss. You're there to bring wisdom and find a way that's a win-win for, for everybody who is present in, in, in the room and and so bring spirit that's 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 calling number one right and then the second and calling number two like your priority number two is to do whatever you need to in your evenings and weekends to find better work or to create your own work mm-hmm. i i really believe that we're moving into a time when more and i mean it's already most most jobs are now gig economy jobs right yeah. like freelance jobs and, and gig, gig workers, and we are moving more and more in that direction. So everybody eventually, like in the probably not too distant future, will become a freelancer. Ooh. And it's basically your reputation is what allows. And so your reputation, otherwise known, otherwise known as personal brand, yeah. means that, like, Christoph, what you're doing here, you're creating a podcast, you're creating a reputation for being, uh, you know, a, a thought leader. And so this is only going to serve you well. Whatever you do in the future, I mean, unless somehow, you know, well, whatever company you want to work with who, that's ideal for you is going to look, look highly upon what you've done. Like, oh, wow, you've, you've created a, an audience. You've created a thought leadership. So I really f- encourage everyone to think of themselves as a thought leader and, because you have your, your life experience and nobody else has it. And one of the things I like uh, that, that uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says, Gary V, right? Mm-hmm. He says, document, don't create, right? So mm-hmm. he says, listen, if you just go out there, start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, uh, post on Facebook, post on Instagram, wherever <clears throat> you want to post, do some writing about your experience, whatever you've learned in life, whatever you're passionate about, do it. You build an audience and then you could, you could go places with that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, do that. And if you need to, also spend some time eating, evenings and weekends looking for a, or for a better company. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's helpful. Wow. There was so much you just said. I, I had like three different questions and they just all fled <laughs> out of my mind. Um, it's all
1: good. Well, I was. Well, I'm want to say one more thing, you know, about the audience building, right? Like I said, like somebody might be working in a job and I go, audience. I, can't, I don't have an audience. When you start to talk about your life's experience, the internet is so big that no matter who you are and how you show up and how you talk and how you look, there are going to be lots of people who resonate just with you Mm -hmm. because the internet's so big, you know, not everyone's going to resonate with how I look, how I sound, what I say, but some people do. I mean, you do, you know, and so a few people do. And all we need is like a hundred true fans. Listen, if you had a hundred true fans, which is not, it's not going to take that many years to build. If you had a hundred true fans, people who just like like your presence, like what your experiences have been, like what you say, you can, you know, out of those hundred true fans, may may be a connection to a company that that you could you could you could tell your fans, listen, hey, I'm looking for my next opportunity, and probably one of them will step up. Okay, hey, I've got a I've got a I've got a friend who's running the startup, and and I think he would love you because of what you're the kind of stuff you're talking about. You never know, but really, I think all of us have that opportunity, and all of us should really try to take it
0: exactly and and then and then just like for me in this podcast for example just the satisfaction of getting the emails and getting the feedback from some of the yeah. people who listen to some of the episodes and just really were touched by it i mean that's that's payment in and of itself and that's like yeah. what you were saying the the contribution roi yes. is, is is just there's such a wealth there, you know, knowing that you're making a difference, and part of the reason I reached out to you because I thought, man, morning, if I can make my small contribution to help George's work get known, uh, that's a cool thing because uh, I think a lot of people are so turned off by any kind of opportunity and they shut down because they see it as also scammy. Yeah, yeah. it's a shame. Yeah, and,
1: and you know, in this kind of case, right, it's a win-win because I'll be sharing this episode with my my people, oh, and, cool. and they'll discover more of the more of your episodes. Yeah,
0: cool, thanks. Yeah. Um, a, a bit on the, the discipline part, I, I I recently just ran this this big 50 mile, my first ultra marathon. It oh was my gosh. Castro Valley. That's amazing. Wow. And it was incredible. And, and like, for Oof. me, it was so empowering because every thought came up like the month before, the week before, the day before, oh the goodness. morning of, it was like, you can't do this. Who are you to even try to run this race? You know, every obstacle, every thought that was trying to limit me came up. And I just marched forward to the starting line and I finally went and, and I did way better than I thought I was going to do. And I had way more.
1: Dude, fun. that this, what you're talking <laughs> about is way harder. <laughs> than, than what I've, I mean, because you have to deal with both the mental game and the physical game. Right. Yeah. Whereas what I'm doing all day is just the mental game. It's just like, okay, show up. It's nothing physical more than just typing. So, so man, if you can run an ultra marathon, if you can apply that same mental game to whatever it is, I mean, and, and so, yeah, this is why sports and, and, you know, fitness is so powerful as a way to, as a door into discipline. Yeah. As a door. It's really about the mental game. Those totally, of us who've done yeah. any exercise, right? So yeah,
0: yeah. and after the race, uh, my little ten year old daughter just looked at me right directly in the eyes. She said, Christoph, you just ran fifty miles. If you can do this, you can do anything. You it's know, true. like from the mouth of babes. It was just like it was so wow. empowering. And um yeah, kind of yeah. gave me a good a good kick in the butt. And it was also a good um illustration of, of what you said just just earlier ago um, regarding the growth. It's not so much about yes. like the t-shirt that I won, right? <laughs> or the yeah. wine glass that they gave me. It was like, yes. it, it was how I changed as a person by doing oh, that yeah. race. All the discipline that took me to train for it and getting through all the obstacles and stuff. And it grew me yeah. as a person. And, and that alone yeah. um, translates into any kind of other goal I, I have, you know, in life. And it's, yeah, it's totally. And
1: I'll say, you know, I think everybody listening to this has their own ultra marathon in their life like th- like we've all been through so much hardship yeah you know like you made it like you're here you're listening to this yeah. you know yeah. like 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 you should write down those those obstacles and those that, that trauma you've been through and the stories and the of growth because you're here you've survived yeah. and and that means you are you can take that that's those are mental trophies that you can say, if I did that, I can do this next thing. Yeah, you absolutely can.
0: Yeah. And when I read other people's stories who have been through difficult situations, I mean, it's almost like a nourishment. It's like a, it's like a kind of a food mm. for me. I feel like that's right. yes. by hearing these stories yes. that people share. I really can't get enough of them. You know, I mean, there's, there's just not a, a limit to how many I would love to enjoy that just propel me forward in my day.
1: That's right. Yeah. It's an encouragement in courage. It, it creates courage for other people, you know, and, and it's, and it's been, it's also, um, therapeutic for you to write about it and to, to talk about it.
0: Right? Yeah. I'm wondering, George, if you could, if you could share with us any of your, like, um, do you have any books coming down the pipelines or any new courses that you're really thrilled about sharing or anything like that? Well, I, I have a
1: I have, I have like a new course every, every month. So, <laughs> so uh, I I'll just tell people, Hey, listen, just go to my website. Um, there are you know hundreds of free blog posts and videos there to enjoy and you know really just kind of do that and if you want to do anything more there's i have i have four books at the stage and uh um yeah more than a dozen online courses um but yeah the main the main thing i just want to say, leave you all with is when you are uh, you know we've talked about the importance of creating a personal brand i.e a reputation that can benefit you down the road and that means that means that means the, you need a discipline of creating, mm-hmm. showing up consistently to either write or record or whatever it is you're doing. And um, this is like, if you all could, if you could make a new relationship with creative discomfort, you've won. Hmm. So what I mean is every time I show up to write, every time I show up to make a video, I don't feel like doing it, Christophe. Wow. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. But it's on my schedule, yeah. so you 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 know you better darn you know you, you can ensure I'm there. Yeah, but I don't feel like doing it. Well, just like with the ultra marathon, my God! I mean, how much training you had to do, right? I you don't feel do like it. you didn't feel like doing it every time.
0: <laughs> I know, and I'm having so much fun talking to you right now. I mean, it's just like the best part of my day and i did not i was like trying to find out all these excuses how to wiggle out of it because like yeah. the afternoon i was so
1: tired and i oh, yeah candy and i was like I, yeah, yeah, I was i was making an i was taking a nap before this so i'm like oh man i wish i could just <laughs> keep napping but i've got this meeting with christophe right it's both of us i mean yeah. i every single day i don't feel like showing up but i show up because here's what i know i show up because i know that if i show up I will grow, no matter what, and that if I just put my fingers to keyboard or I start to talk, at some point, I will find the flow. You know, like you said, we're having fun now, but before we came here, we weren't probably going to do it, right? If but but because we both have some level of discipline and some level of accountability, we're here. But 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 you've got to you know every one of us have to do that for ourselves. If it says on your schedule to write, you show up and you write. Now, that means also to schedule at a time that makes sense, optimally. But, but once you, you, you have some wisdom into how you schedule, you show up no matter what, knowing that the first 15 minutes or 30 minutes ain't going to be all fun, but you're growing, yeah. and you're there, and you just keep typing no matter the results, and eventually you'll find flow, and you'll be so proud of yourself, and you'll be like, how did I produce this piece? It's yeah. always a miracle. Every time I finish writing a blog, I'm like, it was blank before. How is it that it was blank before? And now there's this. Wow. You know? Yeah. Like, where did that come from? Like, yeah, no, really. It came from it, nowhere. It came from just sentence by sentence. Yeah. Like, I don't, every time I'm like, I don't know where it's going. I don't think this is going to work, but I'm going to keep typing. And then yeah. by the end, we're like, oh, I think this is going somewhere. And then yeah. now it, there it is. So, so everybody has to, like, make friends with creative discomfort. And if you mm. do that, you will, you will soar. You will just thrive. Yeah.
0: Make friends with creative comfort. That's a good mantra right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great place. Thanks so much, George. Um, Absolutely. Can't wait to share this with people. And I hope yeah, everyone gets a lot of it. I, I sure have. And I, I really appreciate it. Yeah.
1: Thanks, Vista. All right.
0: Oh, and by the way, just one more thing. Hit subscribe, leave a review.